The Film and TV Show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Films. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV shows. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV show. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. TV. Film. Television. Film. TV. Film. Film. TV. I love this film. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S. And joining me as always is Alex. As always. As always. I'm here. Just. I'm ready, yeah. Just. <laughs> running across the car park. There was a little bit of a, a speedy Gonzalez dash. Just but... trying to get in on time. Yeah. That's all right. That's fine. So, this evening we're going to be talking about TV shows that yep. we have been watching recently. I feel like we've sort of been, avo- well not avoiding, but we've been talking a lot about films recently. So Yeah, yeah, we've done a lot of a lot around films and yeah. it's, it's nice to kind of maybe jump back uh, a little bit to TV shows. I know we were mentioning yeah. TV shows when we were talking about uh, books. books and mm. what we'd like to be in TV shows. So, mm. um, so yeah, and I must admit I've been binging a hell of a lot. Like, yeah. I mean, I've been re-watching a lot of stuff as well, like Classic Who. Um, I know you hate Doctor Who, so that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, sorry, something yeah. just came back up in my throat. I think yeah. it's my dinner. Shut your face. October 7th, by the way. Don't you mean 6th? Isn't it 6th? No, it's a Sunday. Okay. It's yeah. a Sunday that they're doing it now. Sunday night's New Who. Yeah. Oh, oh no, sorry. I was thinking of Feel the Force Day. No, I think I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But Feel the Force <laughs> Day is, you're right, on... Uh, October the sixth. I was uh, like, I swear it was six. It is. No, I'm talking about Doctor Who. No, but oh, but uh, yes, Field the Force Day. If you don't know what that is, listen back to our podcast two weeks ago. Um, is at the Peterborough Kingsgate Centre mm. in uh, in Peterborough, uh, October the sixth, Saturday, October the sixth. Yeah. If you need any more information about that, please go to fieldtheforceday dot com or yeah dot com. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I just had to just kind of think then. Uh, yeah, so uh, £4 a ticket, by the way, just so that you know, £4 mm-hmm. a ticket for a Comic-Con. It's a good deal. It pretty much sells itself. Yeah. Just don't ever go to Pontybread. Yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah. Anyway, so TV shows. Um, I have been, been I've been watching quite a few different TV shows. As I say, I've been watching back some of, uh, some of the classic Doctor Who, mm. but um, I've been watching just some random stuff that just kind of... I've actually been going back to the original Game of Thrones. Uh, See, I thought about that. I did think about going back because the new one's out in March. But I just <laughs> kind of watched think... the acting slowly decline. <laughs> yeah, the acting declines and the budget for each episode goes up. But the reason is they're killing off all the good actors. That's that's why. Yeah, yeah but no, they're trying to keep it fresh and edgy and cool. Fresh. Fricka, fricka, fresh. I oh, know. Yeah, yeah. It's just absolute shite, isn't but, it? But no, I I really enjoyed. Um, well, I'm I say it in a past tense. I really enjoyed Game of Thrones. I still enjoy Game of Thrones. Um, I'm seriously looking forward to season eight. Um, like literally giddy, can't wait to see how it all wraps up. Uh, and I hear good news is out that there is a prequel series coming out. Yay, prequels! Because no one's ever done that before. I mean. <laughs> It beats not having any more Game of Thrones in my book. I'm... Yeah, but still. And, you know, who knows? Like, depending on who they cast and who's directing it and everything and what sort of uh, budget they've got, it might be a, a bit of a sort of refreshing return to form. You could well be. 
Could be. Yeah, it could well be. Crossing my fingers, it will be. Well. If not, it will just be one of those one-shot series that just fades into oblivion and we don't hear from again. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'd imagine it probably will. I, I, I can't see it happening personally, but... I think they're going to throw so much money at the new series, even if it's just to kick it off and yeah. then they reduce the budget. I think they'll throw enough uh, like advertising and money into it to make sure that it's a hit. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd imagine they probably will do, to yeah. be perfectly honest. Um, but we'll have to just see, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... Do you... Shall I go first? Shall I tell you what I've been binging recently? Go on, you tell me okay. what you've been binging recently then. So I did not expect to binge this because I only watched it because there's a lot of controversy going around recently. Um, it's Insatiable uh, on Netflix. I didn't think I'd like it. I only watched a couple of episodes to get some material to thrash it with. That's, okay. That's literally all I watched it for. Um, but I found myself really enjoying it, like, more than I probably should, because it's basically... Um, I've got a little blurb here that basically reads about it. So, <laughs> it, uh, like, I feel ashamed to read it out. But Okay, so Patty is a teenager who was overweight and bullied as a teen. After being on a liquid diet for three months over summer vacation, she is now thin and seeks revenge on her bullies. She is helped by Bob, a disgraced and dissatisfied civil lawyer who has no idea what she's about to unleash upon She literally goes apeshit. I know what you're talking about here, and I want to watch it as well. It's really good. I can't think what it's called, though, but you are going to tell me. It's called Insatiable. Called Insatiable. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, because she gets bullied to the brink of almost suicide, doesn't she? Well... She she ends up in like you know one of these Seven Elevens like the yeah their fuel station sort of thing, and she buys like a load of sweets and she's in a car park, <laughs> and a homeless guy tries to steal some of her food and she gets really pissed off at him, and the homeless guy turns around and just punches her in the jaw and breaks her jaw, so she has a jaw wide shut. So she can't that, eat. Yeah, yeah, it, it's so. But she gets really hot, doesn't she? Yeah, super hot. Yeah, like ridiculously hot. Debbie Ryan. Whew. So you um, even Googled her name? Well, yeah, I get, I Googled the whole cast. Yeah, all right. Uh, Alyssa Milano's in it. Is she really? Yeah. Yeah, she's hot. Uh, she, yeah, she's she's still reasonable for her age. Uh, Dallas Roberts plays the uh, civil uh, civil lawyer that helps her out. He's also like a part-time beauty pageant coach. Okay. Uh, he's really funny in it. And uh, Christopher Gorman, uh, sorry, not Gorman, Gorham, uh, he was from, he's been in like a couple of other TV shows and things. I think he was in Roswell. I'm not sure. Okay. But yeah, he's uh, he's also a supporting actor. He's really good. Um, so, so you basically watched it to... To slate it. To slate it, but you actually got hooked on it. Really enjoyed it. Like, It's on Netflix? Yeah, it's Netflix. And it's just so funny. And they, they keep you guessing. And like, there's really sort of... There's fun characters. There's... What is probably missing in a lot of TV shows now, character development in a TV series, you yeah. know, where it's not just stagnant like yeah, The Simpsons yeah. where they never age. The, uh, like, this first series has so much sort of character progression for each and every character. Like, minor characters still get their character progression and backstories and things. It's really interesting. Nice. Really good. And they've been, uh, thankfully, the uh, sort of backlash about the whole um, sort of the whole fat versus thin, skinny. I can imagine that they probably thing. had quite, yeah, quite a lot of backlash. But then, but it's kind of tongue in cheek anyway. Like it's supposed to be not really real. 
like yeah. towards the end of it. But you like, are talking about 2018 here. Yeah. And where nobody has a fucking sense of humour at yeah. all. That's, they, that's everyone the has problem. An, everyone gets offended by everything. But I promise you, if you start watching, you'll watch the whole series and you'll you'll be laughing. Like I, I was laughing after the first episode. Yeah. I think it's like the first five, ten minutes. It's hilarious. Really good. How many seasons? Is it just one season? One season so far. They, they've, they've been confirmed for a second. Are they long, long episodes? Are they short? 30 minutes? 45? Uh, an I hour? Think 30 to an hour? I'm not sure. I can't remember. It might be a 40 you minute thing. so absorbed into it. Well, I watched the whole series in like two days. Okay. I, I, I proper binged that See, one. now that goes against everything that I know about you. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a beauty pageant TV show. Yeah, Alex, Alex's cup of tea. No. No, it isn't. At all. I mean, you love Vikings and Black Sails. Yeah, and... that's, that's, that's in there oh, as well. And also, um, did you know that there's a guy from Black Sails is the son of... Yeah, Toby Stevens. I told yeah, you this yeah. before. Is it, you told me that, was yeah, it? Yeah, the son of uh, Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, incredible family. It is an amazing family. Okay, so Insatiable then. Yeah, top rated. I gave that a thumbs up on the Netflix. Awesome. Good. Really, really funny. Okay. Speaking of funny, I w- I've been watching a, a TV show that I wouldn't really expect me to watch either. <laughs> okay, it's um, it, I found it hilarious. <laughs> God damn you, got it. Yeah. No, um, it's uh, I only really watched it because I couldn't be asked to find anything else, and it was like top on my on my list on Netflix. Yeah. So uh, I've been watching a TV show. Well, I watched uh, the first two seasons of a TV show called The Good Place. Oh, I've heard about this. So this is, this um, is Ted Danson and Kristen uh, Bell. Kristen Bell. Uh, those of you who don't know who Kristen Bell is, she plays Anna from Frozen. Mm. Um, and yeah, so basically this chick dies. Okay, Kristen Bell's character dies mm. and wakes up in The Good Place. Heaven. Yeah. And... Uh, they basically, she has to just live her life in the good place. So she gets partnered with her soulmate, That's who cool. is, uh, <laughs> for want of a better word, absolute. He cannot make a decision. Like literally, <laughs> cannot make a single decision. He's got a PhD. He's super smart. Like ridiculous. His name is Chitty, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? His name is Chitty, and he's uh, he's a really nice guy. She's a complete dick. Kristen <laughs> How did Bell's she character. End up in heaven? She's a complete dick. And um everyone has like a partner. And Ted Danson is the architect. So he created the neighborhood in which they live. Which... He's, he's basically God. No, 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 he's an architect. He's not God. Okay. So every time someone dies, mm-hmm. um, they have architects that build um like places for everyone to go. Yeah. And to interact. And they're all people of very similar ilk. As such. Okay. And they live in a neighbourhood. They can go between neighbourhoods using a train, but only Janet, who is like a, a an artificial intelligence type person, she can give them whatever they want, whenever they want. They just have to call out Janet, and she just pops up. That's weird and cool. It, it, it is pretty cool. And uh, I won't ruin what happens, but the... Um, they basically... She just has to go through just everything and literally... She starts to to realise that maybe she shouldn't be there at all. So she <laughs> she kind of starts to believe that 
she actually is in the wrong place. That she shouldn't be in the good place, and she's just trying to hide it because everyone is kind. Because after like the first day or two, shit starts hitting the fan. Like everything goes wrong. There's loads of bad stuff happening. Yeah, and she thinks it's because she shouldn't be there. Oh, okay, so she's so like she the starts. Yeah, she starts to think that she's actually this. You know, destabilizing the good place. Um, and with the help of, of of Chitty, it kind of it kind of goes through through the motions there. Mm. So Ted Danson plays Michael. You've got Jamila Jamil. Now you should recognise her because she is from T Four. She's an English actress. Okay. She's from T Four. Randomly, she's in this program. Weird. I don't know why, but she's awesome in it. By the way, she is absolutely. Awesome in it. So she plays uh, a, a woman called Tahani, mm. who, for her sibling, could do no wrong. Like her sibling could shit everywhere, and her parents would think it was gold. Okay. Her her sister is like just she's practically god. She yeah. anything she touches comes good, uh, and Tahani hated it. <laughs> um, so and she's partnered with. Um, with a guy called uh, Jianyu. He's a Buddhist monk. Right. Who yeah. doesn't speak <laughs> at all. And Tahani speaks nonstop. She'd love the sound of her voice. Yeah. You've got um, Janet, who is the artificial person, mm-hmm. who come, who anyone can call. Um, uh, you've got William Jackson plays Chitty. Um, and it's just hilarious. The end of the first season... Literally did not see it coming. I would say that about Insatiable as well. You will not see the ending for Insatiable coming. I, I just literally sat there, open mouth, and I was like, what the actual fuck? Like, seriously, where did that come from? Because I was not expecting that. Okay, I'm going to have to watch this And it now. was absolutely hilarious. And then the second season was just as funny as the first. I think they tried to regurgitate a few things. Yeah, and just it recycle didn't, a few. It didn't quite hit the spot it wasn't as good as the first season but it was still binge worthy mm. i mean i must have binged the second season in like two days like yeah you. um and i never thought it'd be a program that i would actually be into but okay it was hilarious like there's this chick she's an absolute dick in real life she's horrible to everybody like literally everyone she's self-centered self-serving and she ends up in in the good place <laughs> and you just think how? How, yeah. Just just how. So it explores all of that. And yeah, it's just absolutely hilarious. I would really, really encourage anyone to watch. If you want a good laugh and you want to see Ted Danson old as fuck, but still amazing. He is, he, he literally, the character Michael that he plays reminds me of the, the character he plays in Three Men and a Baby and Three Men and a Little Lady. Okay, yeah. Literally reminds me of that. Um, absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Really, really is a fantastic uh, TV show, and I would, I would say it's absolutely binge worthy. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's it's just oh, honestly, it had me in stitches. It's only half an hour long episodes as well. They're not mm. long. Okay. Just half an hour episodes, and you can whiz through them pretty quickly. But yeah, I I, I literally was like. I would never watch this in a million years, and yet here I am. I cannot turn it off. I do enjoy some of the Netflix um, 
recommendations. They either yeah. get it really well or they get it terribly wrong. I know, there's no middle ground no. for it. No middle ground. <laughs> 97% match. Oh, I should enjoy this then. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that one was probably, The Good Place was like a, a 75% match. And I was yeah. like, I actually quite like this. Like yeah. I said, I was lazy. I couldn't be asked to, fight, to search. It was just on there, so I just clicked yeah. play. And that was it. I was done after the first episode. So um, let's play a quick song from uh, an absolutely awesome, binge-worthy uh, TV show. And, uh, and we'll be back. Out the door, just in time Head down the 405 Gotta meet the new boss by 8 a.m. The phone rings in the car is working hard She's running late Tonight again Well I know what I've been told You gotta work to feed The soul But I can't do this all On my own No I know I'm no Superman Just plugged into the wall And that deck of tarot cards Won't get you very far There ain't no hand to break your fall Well, I know what I've been told You gotta know just when to fold But I can't do this all Superman Line. Won the race but lost your mind Was it worth it after all?
There we go. It just stops on. Uh, yeah, weird. But I know, it is really, really weird. But that is an amazing binge-worthy yeah, uh, TV series, Scrubs. Um, if you've never seen Scrubs, then... What have you been doing? It, it yeah. It's like 2000. I know, give your head a wobble and find it. It's not available on Netflix nor Amazon Prime, unfortunately, but... Look on the Comedy Central channel, you'll probably yeah. find it. Cause, you'll, you'll find it somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you can pick up the box sets for, like, next to nothing now on Amazon yeah. and eBay anyway. So, but definitely give it a watch uh, mm-hmm. up until, I don't know, till the till the end of Sacred Heart. Yeah, JD end of into, Sacred Heart. Don't watch the medical school. Yeah, don't watch that, because that's absolute shite. Although, I have started to watch Future Man. Which is the new Seth Rogen TV show, okay, um, yeah. and it has Denise from that series of Scrubs I in do it, not or the one that they call Joe. Um, is that the aggressive one? Yeah, it's a bit like a female Doctor Cox. Yeah, yeah, she's really like passive aggressive. Well, no, she's not even passive, but she is just an aggressive like sexual predator. She only sleeps with fat fat blokes. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but um, yeah. yeah, I've been watching that Future Man on Sci Fi. It's absolute shite. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's really good. No, man, it is terrible. Why are you continuing to watch it then? I've only watched like the first, the pilot and the first episode officially oh. after the pilot. I ain't watched it again. <laughs> I, I did say have, that. I had it on record. I watched those two episodes and I was like, uh, yeah, maybe not. Turn off the series link. I won't be watching that. It's just rubbish. What's What's it even about? Um, it's about this guy who he's a janitor. He's a cleaner. Yeah. Right. Um. And he likes nothing more than to spank one out over these um, computer games chick, this computer game chick who is Denise from Scrubs. Um, And then he completes the game and all of a sudden the woman he's been knocking one off to, who's a computer game, actually turns up in real life. And it turns out that the game was a training tool (laughs) to find someone in the past to help save the human race from extinction from the future. So think Terminator but done by Seth Rogen. That's weird. It sounds like um, that Adam Sandler movie with the video games as well. Yeah, oh, Pixels. Pixels, yeah, that was awful yeah, as well. Yeah, but this Pixels is better than this. Honestly, wow. it's it, it's terrible. I wouldn't even... I, I would use it as a form of like punishment other than waterboarding. That's I how mean, bad it is. I quite like Seth Rogen, but I'll have to watch at least the pilot or the first episode like you did. Yeah, honestly, I just so sick of the same old stuff i was just kind of thinking i had that same same feeling with disenchantment it's like uh, futurama see i have i actually binged all of disenchantment and i see i found it really really funny for about hmm, three or four episodes i didn't even and then i just kind of got bored and it was just on for the sake of being on i think i got to episode four five or six I think it was probably six. I prob- I stayed with it. And I just found myself like watching it. And I was like, when is it going to get funny? Yeah. Like, I-, I shouldn't have to watch a cartoon that is made by Matt Groening, who should know about comedy uh, by now. Well, considering, you, so. you know, all the Simpsons, all-, all the Futurama and everything. He should have the recipe for success somewhere. And I just, you shouldn't have to like suffer through a couple of episodes just to get to a good part. So I just turned it off. I'm I'm not prepared to waste any more time with disenchantment unless I hear the you know the reviews for it vastly increase. But from from what I think and what I've read, uh, it's pretty much all in line with everyone else's opinion on it. So 
Yeah, it's not... If you're listening, don't watch Disenchantment unless you're prepared to waste a couple of... It would be hours, I guess, yeah. considering there's... Well, what are they, 40, 35 minutes? I think they're 20, minutes? 30 minutes. Yeah, 20, yeah they're, they're not... Yeah. They're not super long, but still, you do feel the time sl- uh, slowly going by. Yeah, it's not it's not brilliant. Um, on, it's funny for a bit. But. On other news in regards to funny cartoons, um, I will sing the like we talked a little bit about Paradise, Paradise PD. PD. Now that is funny, like yeah. hellishly funny. Like I've watched the whole series. See, I've watched like two episodes and then I had to turn it off because I, I had shit to do. Yeah, yeah, it's um. I think it's ten episodes, and uh, yeah, it's it gets crazier and crazier. And one of the most interesting things is, uh, along with another one that's on my list, uh, this cartoon actually has a progressive story where things are actually like developing and changing. Okay, <clears throat> because uh, you'll you'll probably and because you're two episodes in, you probably haven't caught onto the main storyline yet, but. No. Uh, it does. You start noticing that there's like an overall theme, uh, and then the final episodes kicks it into overdrive, and uh, yeah, it's really good. Okay. Uh, another one, another cartoon that I'll mention as well. I think I've mentioned it in passing uh, before. Uh, it's called Final Space. No. That's Netflix. It's okay. uh, animated space opera comedy. Okay. Uh, which sounds mental, but a um, little bit, yeah. Basically, uh, it's about an astronaut named Gary and his uh, alien friend called Mooncake. Uh, and it focuses on their, uh, basically, them trying to solve this mystery of uh, this realm called Final Space. And it has oh, David Tennant I've... in it. It has Ron Perlman in it. Yeah, Conan yeah. Conan O'Brien. I've, I've seen that on Netflix. It's really good. Is it? See, I was on and on about it because I, I looked at it and I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. It doesn't, it's like, it doesn't jump out at me. It yeah, I, I watched it again on like a whim because I saw it. I sort of chuckled at the idea of this guy. Yeah. Uh, like, because he looks, he is the incompetent character. He's like literally not useful at anything, but he's just the main character because it's funny. Um, and everything about it is either done really, really uh, sort of, uh, it's got an emotional impact on like most of the episodes. Okay. And the overall story again is carried through the entire uh um first season. Ends on a really big cliffhanger. Um it's it's pretty and it's pretty epic in terms of its size and its uh sort of thought behind it because it is like um it's effectively like Star Wars. Okay. But in animated form. But not robot chicken or blue no, harvest. No, no. no, it's like it's got the comedy of Firefly, uh, awesome. with the scope of uh, Star Wars in terms of like all the action and stuff that happens. Okay, you got like a really funny uh, bad guy who was played by David Tennant. I see. He always plays amazing bad guys. Yeah. Why is he so good at being <laughs> uh, just an same arse? same reason that Alan Rickman was good at uh, bad guys? Yeah, this is true. Although he did play an amazing good guy in Dogma. Yeah, the Metatron, true. the voice of and God. And Snape was technically a good guy, but we're not going to get into yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's... There'll be there'll be other episodes where we can get into Harry Potter at length. Yeah. I think we've already done some, and that, yeah. was, a, <laughs> that was difficult. Yeah, that was that was quite difficult. Yeah, we didn't even cover half of what we wanted to cover. But, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll, 
must admit, I do like, I, I do want to carry on with Paradise PD, mm. and I, I probably will get. I would that, say that, that Final, Final Space Final is Space. probably um, kid friendly as well, so you could sit there and watch it with your family and friends and stuff, and it's it's safe. There's no sort of friends or friends. <laughs> I'm your friend. <laughs> no jokes. Don't take that seriously. I'm not <laughs> wanker. But yeah, no. Okay, so it's not. It's not like your, your usual. Like because disenchantment is crude and yeah, it's crude and like, it's, it, it's like a poor man's family. It's like the Cleveland Show. Yeah, yeah. Disenchantment is like the Cleveland Show to the Simpsons. Or no. The Futurama is the Cleveland show to The Simpsons, and then Disenchantment is the Cleveland show to The Futurama. Yeah. So it's like... Even though few, even though both of those... Are non-joining. Uh, are non-joining and done yeah. by completely different but people. But I'm talking about quality levels. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, Futurama was amazing. So... Yeah. Speaking of space-themed TV shows, uh, we are <laughs> yeah. a, a, little bit, um, a little bit behind on this, but, you know, it doesn't matter... And I did binge it a little while ago, Lost in Space. Yes, definitely. Now, I loved the original Lost in Space, the t- original TV show Lost in Space. <laughs> what do you Are mean? Not the gonna... original <laughs> we're not... thing was the movie in 1994 or 7? Shut your face. Or 9? I don't know. No, the original TV show. Matt shows. LeBlanc. <laughs> no, that was god-awful and It was very... so good. No. <laughs> Gary Oldman was in it. Gary Oldman was in it, actually. Yes, he was. And you can't complain so was, if it's got Gary Oldman. So was the, the utterly enchanting Lacey Chabay, mm-hmm. um, who was in Party of Five. I have no idea who Lacey Chabay is. You want to Google her? Oh, yes, I do. No, she's in Mean Girls. She is in Mean Girls as well, yeah. 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 I really watched it for that. But anyway. Um, it, yeah, she's I'm a not... bit young at that point as well, dude. Yeah, I was a bit young at that point as well, remember? Yes, I was younger. You was, because <laughs> you're still a child. I'm 29. No, 28. Wow, I can't even remember my age. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Dear me. Memory's beginning to slip. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, all right, old timer. Um, Yeah, so the original TV show was was great. It was very camp. Yeah. Very, very camp. Um, But it was still entertaining. And then you had the Matt LeBlanc film. As in, Dr. Smith in the originals, he was just a camp screamy guy. Like, he used to scream at anything that moved i know i know but that's kind of what they assumed it would be like i suppose <laughs> it was like a, a camp yeah. version of star trek yeah which is difficult considering you know will shatner tried his best to make it camp yeah yeah whilst always trying to sleep with aliens As and in, stuff would we put it on par with the batman tv series you know the original tv series with adam, adam west, west? Yeah, yeah. That sort of campy level. That sort of campness. Yeah. Yeah, minus the pow and Shazam. Yeah. Um, which is also out on film soon as well. Shazam, that is. Okay, yeah. With, I was thinking, with, like, with, Adam with, West has come. Like, no, with final Zachary piece Levi. With Zachary Levi. Yeah. Looks, mm. looks okay. I mean. We shall see. Yeah. <laughs> Reserve see. judgment. Reserve until judgment. Seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and and I always found it quite quite funny. Probably wasn't meant to have been a comedy, but I found it quite funny when you'd see the reruns of it. Um, and then you had the TV, you had the film with Matt LeBlanc because they tried to kind of reboot it, and that never really went anywhere because it was a shit film. Let's be perfectly honest. I can't believe you just said that. It was terrible. It was the Green Lantern of its age. You shut your face, Green Lantern. <laughs> Green Lantern is like one of the best films ever. Even Ryan Reynolds shot himself in the head. Yeah, he did. Yeah, in the end of in Deadpool, Deadpool Two. Yeah, 
it, due to I, Green Lantern. I liked Green Lantern. I thought it was very... We're getting off topic. Anyway, here, <laughs> yeah, we are. It's still space-themed. But yes, so Lost in Space. Um, so Lost in space. Um, and Finally. It, it took a little while, I think, for them to get it greenlit because of the shitstorm from the film. Yeah. It did take a little while yeah, for I, them to actually get it greenlit to do it. I couldn't but, have imagined like anything more difficult than trying to talk someone with a lot of money into investing into the idea of making a Netflix TV show based on a movie that failed. Yeah, but were they basing it on the movie or were they trying to... It's the to concept. Kind of, it's the, yeah, it's the, the concept, concept of it. Yeah, but the film was absolutely As in generally, dire. if you're like kicking it right back, Lost in Space is just the Swiss family Robinson. In space? Yeah, in space. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but in terms of the like they could have broached it in a number of different ways from completely sort of scrapping the the name and any sort of existing links to it and just building a completely new project yeah but they didn't and to be fair the thing about reboots is you're supposed to be taking something that might not have necessarily been a success and might not have necessarily been popular at the time and trying to make it good yeah, it's exactly what they should be doing rather than taking like Jurassic Park which is yeah. a major franchise that succeeded and trying to reboot it or soft reboot it and they're just driving in, it into the ground and yeah. they're literally remaking the first three films and just calling them Jurassic World yeah, as opposed to Jurassic Park it's like genius milk that cash cow milk that cash cow but anyway yeah. but the, the good thing that I like about the Lost in Space TV series now the new one the yeah. new one is that they have really really put a lot of thought into it and the very clever thing about it if you haven't already seen it is that it's the children that yeah. appear to be the more um the, the, what's the word i'm looking for the more aware of their surroundings of what they're doing how they're acting yeah, and what it's... they and what's expected of them they seem to be the adults where the adults are kind of panicking and worrying and blaming each other and see what i didn't realize was the first series the first series season of this lost in space is technically kind of a prequel to how them actually getting lost in space yeah um but in terms of the character developments of the children they progress so much in terms of like you know will uh learning about you know how he fits into the family, how he develops, and how he's an integral part. Uh, you've got the others, which I can't remember. The so names. you've got Toby Stevens, Toby Stevens, the dad who's the, dad. the military, who's John trying Robinson, to who's learn. trying to. Well, he's trying to Re- make up for his mistakes and reconnect with his family and make up for lost time that yep. he's obviously spent in the military. You've got Molly Parker plays Maureen Robinson, mm-hmm. who she's actually really good. I really, really like her. Mm. She's the sort of. She's a strong female lead done really well. Yeah, amazingly well, mm. amazingly well. Um, you've got uh, Taylor Russell, Judy Robinson. That's the older one or the young? The no, older. Yeah, because Judy's the older one, Penny's the younger. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and you've got Parker Posey. Now, this one I really have issue with. Oh, that's... Dr. Zachary Smith. Well. She's not. She's, She's not Dr. Zachary and, Smith, and this is my only issue with this n- this lost bite. in space. It, it, I, yeah, if only <laughs> this is a, and 
it's a brilliant TV series, and I would urge everyone to go and watch Lost in Space Definitely. if you haven't, because it's uh, amazing to watch from a um, from a story perspective, from visual perspective, and from a script perspective. Yeah, the the dialogue is perfect. Literally, I'm if, not going to spoil anything over this, but no. if I say uh, one boy and his dog, you understand exactly what storyline I'm talking about. Yeah, without question. And that's probably one of the most heartbreaking. Uh, uh, really connected to me. I know it was. Uh, it was very, very different than the original. And this is completely baffling a lot of people that are listening right now as to Quite what possibly, we're talking about. Quite possibly, yeah. But... but go and watch Lost in Space and you'll completely understand what we're talking about. Just grit your teeth and bear with it when it goes to the bad girl, bad guy yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. She's, like, the quality of acting is really high up until her parts in which it kind of turns into a bit of a panto villain. Yeah. I'm I get- mean, I don't like... I don't She's like very Park. two-dimensional. Yeah, I mean, Parker Posey's uh, character is whimsical <laughs> at most. Do you remember the last bad guy she played in Blade Trinity? <laughs> oh, God. Let's yeah. just skip over that. Um, she was She's terrible in it. It was a terrible... It was a good idea done terribly bad because you've got this uh, narcissistic, aggressive... Twat. I mean, you could argue that if, like, any performance that gives you an emotional response should be therefore classed as a good response. Um, But in the way that she's doing it, a lot of the motivations that she calls out in terms of her, you know, uh, why her character is doing said thing. Yeah. The next scene will be completely the opposite. She'll be playing it like super tough and super butch one time it's and like then she's, she's bi- super f- it's like she's bipolar yeah yes. and she literally has but, but she's very deceptive very sneaky just like the original dr smith but to a much more cartoony level yeah it, it's hard to take the character seriously because one it's she's not even the actual dr smith no at, at, at all whereas in the film and in the original tv show the person was actually a dr smith she's not dr smith she's just an imposter and and I, that gets my back up because there's no real rhyme or reason for her apart from her gut instinct for self-preservation. And you, we do learn a lot more about her character as it progresses. As in, in, the, in the original and the movie, there is a significant reason as to why they keep uh, Dr. Smith with them. It's because yeah. he's the only officially trained surgeon doctor yeah. aboard. And like, if they encounter any problems, he's there. Like, albeit held at gunpoint usually or whatever. Yeah. But he's there to save lives. And, like, J- Judy in the series, in the new series, she's obviously quite a capable she's obviously medic, the medic, first aider, yeah, yeah. doctor. But I still think there was room or scope to still have that uh, you're not ready yet to be the full ship's doctor. Yeah. I'm here and you need my help. Yeah, um, but they completely missed the trick there. And that's the only downside to the TV show, for me. They made her a psychologist and then gave this sort of uh, pseudo, almost psychic ability to influence people to such a degree that they're willing to kill and hurt other people. It's like, psychologists might be very good at their jobs, but sorry, that's not actually possible. You can't convince someone to do 
something against their own moral beliefs and standpoints. Yeah. It and again that that's why I take issue with the whole Doctor mm. Smith kind of aspect of it. Yeah. Because I that's the only downside to the TV show. I mean, I really loved it. I mean, I, I for me, I love all things sci-fi. I mean, Christ, I watched the ending to Voyager like ten times. Yeah. Like the two part of the two part ending of Star Trek Voyager like ten well, times. It was like hour long specials as well. Yeah. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, care. Tough. I don't um, care because it's such easy watching. No, but everything else other than her small part, I think, was incredible. I love the interaction between all of the family members because I genuinely like believed that they were a family. Yeah, but you also genuinely believe that they hate John. They actually hate him because he put his work first. Yeah, he but put that, his career first, which does you, you can. Well, yes, obviously it does. <laughs> they don't just, yeah, John, you suck. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's it's a real, it's a good point to start off at with him ten steps behind everybody else. Yeah, and That's he's a, literally just the military there. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he's got no scientific background. He's no. just there to be like, okay, what needs to be lifted that's heavy? Or, what can I shoot? Yeah, what needs to die? Yeah, but he's also quite a complex character in himself. Mm. I think they all are to a certain degree. I mean, um, the the mum, she is she's actually, the science. She's she's the sciencey, but she's very. She's got a lot of moral dilemmas going on in her mind with what she had to do to get the whole family there. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we won't spoil. But it's it it. I just go and watch it. Mm. Honestly, it's a fantastic TV show. And there's a specific scene as well um, that I won't spoil, but uh, it's between the mother and father when they're sort of forced to be in close proximity that scene for me was a standout for both of those actors because they just excelled it was it was powerful and emotional emotional but it was believable it was was believable absolutely absolutely believable and the the writing for that was just phenomenal Mm. like it was exceptional absolutely exceptional and it's absolutely something that I hope moves on into the next series because mm, definitely. Um, I, I'd love to see another. I don't know whether it's been commissioned or not yet. I hope that Netflix will make another one because it was standout, absolutely standout. Google search, Google that. Do that. Do that while we're going to play a quick song uh, again of a TV show that you must absolutely. And if you, I tell you what, if, if you haven't even seen one of these episodes, then you are absolutely off your rocker. is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down and i'd like to take a minute just sit right there i'll tell you how i became the prince of a town called bel-air in west philadelphia Spend most of my days chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood, I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, "You're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air." I begged and pleaded with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way. She gave me a kiss and then she gave me my ticket. I put my Walkman on and said, "I might as well kick it." 
first class, yo, this is bad. Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? Hmm, this might be alright. But wait, I hear the prissy bourgeois and all that. Is this the type of place that they just send this cool cat? I don't think so. I see when I get there. I hope they're prepared for the Prince of Bel Air. And when I came out, there was a dude look like a cop standing there with my name out. I ain't trying to get arrested yet. I just got here. I sprang with the quickness like lightning disappeared. I whistled for a cab, and when it came near, the license plate said fresh and it had dice in the mirror. If anything, I can say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it. Yo, home's the Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight and I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air. go will smith fresh prince of bel-air you can't not Old help school. like sing along or just bob your head that's such a catchy tune i know but also it's so old yeah you forget how old it really it really is i it's, think it was going like whilst i was still in nappies maybe i don't know it's ridiculous but there is a thing that graham norton did he actually had will smith and Jaden yep. smith on and uh they start doing doing that and then Alfonso Ribeiro comes out and they yeah. start doing the Tonto and it just kicks on. Then you've got DJ Jazzy Jeff comes back and it's like... It's almost oh. as though they were gearing up to do something spectacular like a reunion, but they never do. But they never do. I know. They really it should, though. It does. They just need to do like a... Just do a single shot, one hour yeah, but movie. They, but they can't because Uncle Phil's dead. So they, that could be the whole storyline. Well, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. They should they should do it though, but yeah. then Will Smith will probably want fifty million for doing yeah. it because he's a greedy fucker. Anyway, um, yeah, we were talking in the break. Do you want to talk about some anime? Yeah, because you were talking about like, oh, what what sort of things are we looking forward to the most? And to be honest, there's not many things on the horizon for me that I look forward to. Maybe Daredevil season three. Yeah, see, because um, that. After what happened in at the end of season two, or Defenders, or uh, yeah, that's what I mean, the Defenders. Um, I would love to see what happens with yeah. that because Iron Fist season two kind of literally kicks on straight from the end of the Defenders, mm. and it's a lot better than the first series of Iron Fist. But the ending is kind the end, <laughs> the ending of the season of season two of Iron Fist has stirred up, uh, shall we say, a lot of mixed reviews. Um, and mm. a lot of the bits that's gone on within season two has kind of, I don't know, it's quashed a few white privilege stuff, but it's also opened up a, a whole new can of worms, which uh, I won't go into because it'll end up spoiling it. But It's one of those things where 
unfortunately, the character Danny Rand was always an American, even in the comic books. Yeah. So you can't really get away from the white privilege argument. They could have cast uh, like a Chinese American or a, a Japanese American or you know Asian American yeah. actor to play it just to sort of calm it down. And I don't think uh, I can't remember his name. The, uh, whoever plays Danny Rand, I don't think he was especially uh, yeah. good of a cast purely because it was just the Game of Thrones hype. They could throw his name and say, "Oh, he's from Game of Thrones." Everyone get excited. Yeah, hang on, I'll get it. I can't. Finn Jones. Finn Jones, yeah. He Finn played Jones. Um, the Prince, uh, Prince Loris Tyrell, I think. Yeah, he did. Um, um, I really like Colleen, Colleen Wing. Yeah, she's awesome. Jessica Hennick. She was, I really like her. She's she was also mate. in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah uh, she's <laughs> awesome. But then on the flip side, I really like I really like Sasha Dewan, who plays... Um, the enemy guy. Davos. Yeah, Davos. The Steel Serpent. He's... Yeah, he's, he's a really complex character, but he's also kind of <laughs> awesome. He's awesome. He's he's badass. Definitely, he is. Oh, without like, without shadow of a doubt, he is absolute badass. There comes a time when his veganism and all of all of that was starting to grate on me. Yeah, um, yeah, it did. But anyway, go on anime. So I've been watching um, some things that I should probably recommend you have have a go at watching at some point but uh attack on titan is uh it's an it's an anime uh but it's not the usual sort that's uh, i think a lot of people interpret uh japanese anime to be quite uh bright colors uh happy you know almost childlike in certain certain ways this one goes a completely different sort of uh way it's basically a series that's centered around uh, a colony of humans that have built giant walls to protect themselves from these things called titans which are basically giants that eat people winner yep and um it's as brutal with its characters as game of thrones is so oh nice uh, i was completely not expecting it um but in the first battle that they actually have like a lot of the main characters die a lot of them like really you go through what in the first season in the first season um the sort of uh the three main characters start off as children they go to this training school and meet uh, and basically train to kill these titans uh and effectively on their first actual battle with them they're completely unprepared a lot of the squad gets ripped apart and eaten and the the animators pay specific attention to brutal ways of uh making like these people die and the voice actors as well just add to making it truly uncomfortable to watch. Um, but oh. generally, it's got a great storyline. It's got an English dub for the people that don't want to really read subtitles whilst they're watching, but I've, okay. I've seen both, so it doesn't really matter to me. Um, and I think it's on... Yeah, we're on season three at the moment, and I'm watching as it releases. Oh, it's uh, one of those where you get an episode each week. Yeah, but that you can just... sucks. I mean, you can just... Well, by the time you would catch up to season two or season three, season three would be finished. Yeah, uh, yeah that's And that's they'd be true. working on the next one. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's... Awesome. It's really cool, really interesting, really... Good. Really uh, developed in terms of just aiming for a slightly more adult audience. Okay. Um, the other one that I was watching is called My Hero Academia. And if you're a fan of, like, Marvel and, like, DC and things like that and all the movies recently... It's just sort of a fresh take where it's 
the manga itself, which is like the comic book that it's based on, is still being drawn up, still being published. Uh, so they have plenty of material to keep going for what could be in like 10 years if they wanted. Awesome. Uh, and generally it's a story about a young guy that uh, develops superpowers and um, has to learn about uh, using them to basically fight evil. I know it sounds super generic, but the way that the uh, the way that the artists and the voice actors again handle the material is in a really sort of interesting and dynamic way. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I might have to check those out. I'll link you them. Yes, please do. Uh, I'm looking forward to a TV show that's coming out on NBC, but will be showing here in the UK uh, called Manifest. So it's a TV show about uh, a family who have their own struggles and they're mm. flying home. They hit a massive turbulence okay. uh, and then they land only to be told that they've been gone five and a half years. Uh, this turbulence literally, don't know what it is, uh, but it's like manic, manic turbulence. That's weird. And then all of a sudden, five and a half years later, they disappear April 2013 and reappear November 2018. It's I'm, like absolutely... I'm calling it now. It's going to be aliens. <laughs> yeah. Where's the guy from the History Channel when you need exactly. him? Whatever his name is. Chapter-lopidus. Yeah, the guy with the hair. The guy with the hair. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. That actually looks really good. It looks kind of uh, thriller-type mm. action. So it's it could be really, really good. Uh, I'm hoping it's really good. The trailer looks amazing. It looks real kind of emotional. Any big names in it? Or? No. No, not, that I, not that I can see off the the like the, the two minute trailer that cool. has been put out, but it's that, coming up. It's coming up in the next sort of like six weeks or so. Is that Netflix? Or? No, I don't know where it's coming out in the UK. It's NBC in the states. I don't know where it is in the UK, but we'll have to find out. I'd imagine that there'll be ways of watching it um, that, that you can watch it. But it it does look really really good. So I'm really looking forward to that because who doesn't like a good mystery? I mean, I love Fringe. Mm. So. Stranger Things season yeah, three coming out Things, next year. Se- yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple of uh, extra shout-outs for the ones uh, that I've been binging as well. Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, yeah, that's actually... Which is Timothy Oliphant and... Uh, so good. Drew Barrymore. That's, mm-hmm. uh, next season is out next year. Season three, that's brilliant. Um, she's a zombie, he's not. Uh, it's unreal. It's uh, it's just yeah. hilarious. Um, what else? I'm just trying to think. Oh. It's kind of it's stuck in my head now. I can't I remember. Mean, uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick that's and Morty. Coming out eventually. Um, Vikings. Vikings will Vikings have a new is series coming back soon. Yeah, Doctor Who is back on the seventh of October. Oh yeah, um, American Gods got cleared for a second season, which they're filming now. So um, I don't think I think you've we've talked about it before. But yeah, I gave up on watching it. Definitely give it another go. You got it was, some... it was the episode where the woman ingested the man through her vagina. That, oh yeah, yeah. I know the one that you're talking about. Yeah, it took me a while. Um, yeah, that pretty much kind of <laughs> did it for me. I was kind of thinking, holy shit, nope. what the fuck is? Nope. Yep. Absolutely nope. Uh, that was me. Just done. I just couldn't. No, I she's couldn't. like a, a lust goddess or something. Yeah. Um, um, Defenders season two coming out. I mean, if Daredevil can reignite my interest, the only thing. I think the way it's gone recently is my excitement dies down when it's Luke Cage and when it's Iron Fist. See, I hate Luke Cage. Jessica Jones season two was brilliant. Yeah, and um, Punisher. And, and Punisher Daredevil. was brilliant. I really hope Punisher comes back for another one because 
I just love him. John Bernthal was incredible. He is an incredible actor, but I saw him in another film. I've seen a couple of random films. You know, like the ones you get on Netflix and stuff. Fury, I think he's in as well. Yeah, he's in quite a few. He's amazing. He's so versatile. In in this one, he's with The Rock, and he's got a tash. Looks mental. My parents were watching it, and I was like, okay. It actually was pretty decent. He was in Sicario as well in a small role. Yeah, um, he was. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, looking forward to uh, Orange is the New Black another <laughs> one I love Orange is the New Black I'm sorry no, it's, um, it's, it's all good the, the song that we're going to be playing at the end is the theme tune by Regina Spector You've Got Time uh, absolutely amazing song amazing TV show love Orange is the New Black Oh, we found um, out that um, Lost in Space is getting a second yes, season. Yes, we did. Yeah, um, but that's n- there's no confirmation on when the date is going to be released for that. But uh, that's good news. Um, yeah. Again, Game of Thrones is coming out next year. I think next year is going to be a really good um, year for TV yeah, series. Yeah, I think it. Re- I think it is. I mean, there's. Uh, I'm. I'm really loving Suits. I've been watching Suits since <laughs> the date started, and I love it. Support it, the Crown. <laughs> no, I don't like the Crown. No, no, I'm not as in, like, the Crown TV show. I'm talking about supporting the Crown because it's Meghan Markle's in Suits. Well, yeah, but she's not anymore. Yeah. She's not in She's not in it anymore. She had to come out for, for, re- for obvious reasons. regal obligations. But, um, but, yeah, no, I've been watching it since the very, very start, and I absolutely love Suits. Um, Lethal Weapon TV show will be back, minus <laughs> Crane Crawford, but with <laughs> Stifler instead. Uh, I mean, is it the role that's driving all the actors insane, or is it just... I think it's the role, because Riggs is like a, an absolute nutcase. Maybe they're method acting a bit too much. It, that could well be the case. It could well be. Um, Bull, as well, with Michael Weatherly. I don't know if you've ever seen that. If you haven't ever seen Bull, I did a couple of... Uh, I, I did a podcast a long time ago now, TV shows that are definitely binge-worthy, and Bull is one of them. Mm. Um Michael Weatherly, you may know from NCIS. He played Anthony Tony Donozo. Uh, yeah. But this is about him. It's basically like the early life of Dr. Phil, basically. But it's That's based really around weird. the early life of Dr. Phil. He's a trial scientist. So he reads huh. he reads um, juries and helps to um, not not get through. Get um, them to reach a decision. Yeah, Yeah, but he reads them in order to make sure they get the outcome that they want. But he only ever takes on cases that he knows that he can win, and that he never ever, you know, does something for someone who is a complete dick. Yeah. So it's really, really clever, actually, really clever. And there's quite a few underlying storylines that bubble bubble nicely across a couple of seasons that there's been so far. Awesome. So I would absolutely advocate that, and that comes back next season, next year as well. Um, and like I said, Insatiable's got a second series yeah, in the absolutely. Work, so get on so, that. So, yeah, there's loads and loads of TV shows to, to binge. What I would say is watch something that you think is totally outside of your comfort zone, something you would never, ever watch, like Insatiable yeah. uh, for my good man over there, and <laughs> also things like Santa Clarita Diet and The Good Place for Me. Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm all for Sherlock, Luther, Doctor Who, anything sci-fi, Star Trek Discovery, which is back next year as well, by the way. Just chucking that in there in mm. the last minute we've got. I've seen the trailers, but I don't know. Yeah, but come on, we've seen trailers for Last Jedi, and the editing on that was dog shit. So... To be fair, what we got with Star Trek Discovery Season 1, I persevered with, and it wasn't too bad. If they add a bit more humour into it, which I think it was lacking, yeah. maybe it's going to be a good thing. Well... 
suppose we'll just have to see now, won't we? Exactly. Um, but that's it. That brings us to the end of the show. If you are listening on the podcast, thank you very much. That's a massive appreciation. 130 yeah. plus subscribers now. You guys are all awesome. Thank you so much. If you're not subscribed to us on uh, on iTunes, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher, or you can just go direct to the website Film and TV Show dot podiant p o d i a n t dot c o and you can just hit subscribe in there or find us on Stitcher, Podbean, uh, and iTunes, and, and also YouTube. Spotify and YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. We will be back next week for another show. Have a good one. Enjoy your week, and we will catch you next time. Peace out. There is one more thing. It's been emotional. Second time